Great to have your company for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. And it's been a big 24 hours or so in New South Wales harness racing. And we'll discuss that in a bit more depth over the next 10 minutes or so. We had the start of the Tab Regional Championships on Tuesday uh, with the Metro Region at Menangle and also the Riverina getting underway at Wagga. Then last night at Bathurst, we had three more heats for the Western Region. And in the end, we'll run through the victors off them. It was again, a mixed bag. We had a roughy get up at Menangle in the first of the heats on Tuesday before a short price favorite saluted. Well, it was a little bit the same last night at Bathurst where Eagle Commander for Nathan Hurst was successful in the opening heat at upwards of $20. We then rolled on to St. Emilian for Steve Turnbull and John O'Shea, turning the tables on Beale Street, who was a favorite and Ballerini was really impressive for Bernie Hewitt, who continued his excellent run of late in the third of the heat. So spread around a little more, whereas we had David Kennedy dominate the Riverina. Uh, a few different parties were able to get uh, all important points and prize money there in the first of the Western Region heats. We'll have Newcastle tomorrow evening as well with their first round also. Today we've got two cards of racing in New South Wales, Tamworth this afternoon rolling into Penrith this evening. But as I mentioned, it has been a busy 24 hours or so, probably none more so than for John Dummersey from Harness Racing New South Wales, the CEO, as there's been some excellent announcements made in regards to the industry and an injection of $15 million back into uh, participants' pockets, whether that be breeders or owners or trainers and drivers. And I thought we'd have a chat to John this morning to discuss that in a little bit more depth and get some more insight as to, I guess, the reasonings why the money is being funneled into these different places and what effect he expects it to have on the industry. Thanks for your time this morning, John. And I'm sure uh, these are the types of jobs that you like to do as a boss of Harness Racing New South Wales because everybody's pretty happy with what they've heard over the last day. Uh, yes, uh, it's really pleasurable, Britain, and it's good to be able to listen uh, to what the feedback is. Um, and th there was a feedback before we made these announcements and then to hear the positivity that we're receiving on the announcements. Absolutely, and I think it's an overwhelming positivity. We know that there's so many different sections of this industry and it's hard to, to please everybody at the one time but uh, I don't think I've seen a, a negative word spoken as you would expect with 15 million dollars being funneled in but uh, it has been great to see hasn't it? it it appears as though it's put a real pep in everybody's step yes it has and the good part about it is it's direct cash it's it's not on we're not spending on infrastructure in this tranche of um spending it's cash it's cash into the pockets as you say of owners trainers drivers breeders it's it's out there is to be uh to be won in races or collected through um breeding foals which will sustain the industry um the racing product into the future it's a lot of money so where is it coming from uh, basically the money is is coming from the increased revenues that have flowed through from wagering uh, over the past two years, um, Harness Racing New South Wales uh, set strategic plans. Uh, it's, it's part of what uh, the government asked of us. And we've been able to accomplish a, a hell of a lot over the last five years. We've established new tracks right across the state. Training centres are either completed or in play. And at the same time, we have increased prize money um, in the last four or five years. But um, in the last 18 months, uh, we've got a, a, a 
almost 50% increase on base prize money A category meetings. That's the grassroots um, meetings. And then also this uh, million-dollar injection into the metropolitan racing so that there'll be no race for less than $20,000 from July 1 at um, Tadcourt Park, Manangle. It goes directly into the pockets of participants. Yeah, absolutely. We'll break it down in a little bit more depth in a moment. But uh, in terms of how you came to the decisions or your board and team on on how this money was going to be distributed, I know that there was a, a real consultation process with the industry. And I think that's been another real positive out of it because people have really appreciated, uh, I guess, being asked what they needed. Um, certainly, since I stepped into this role, we have always consulted with industry. Um, this time, we went out on in two tranches, one into direct funding into the breeding of mares this year, 2022, and the other into our breeders' challenge system. Um, they're all interlocked. Um, we've put a real emphasis on breeding in New South Wales. That then flows through to the breeders' challenge, and, and we've got substantial prize money increases by breeding horses here in New South Wales. Uh, the the rest of the money, the, the across-the-board grassroots, be it metropolitan or be it um, A-category meetings, uh, that flows through to everyone. So not everyone's a breeder, but everyone can be an owner. And, every, and then we've got our trainers and drivers. So it's feeding it out. But we, we got substantial feedback. And I, I've got to say, um, we've received some, some good compliments this morning from the likes of Joanne Anderson, um, she's the voice of the breeders here in New South Wales, and and she says these are all great initiatives, which um, I'm, I'm sure many breeders will will appreciate. Absolutely. Let's discuss then about these breeding incentives. First and foremost, uh, I guess a few of the, the intricacies of it. This breeding injection will include a $250 payment uh, to breeders on a 42-day positive test for mares physically located in New South Wales. And then there's also uh, cash injections on live foals located in New South Wales and also to support those colonial sires also. So uh, this is, I guess, to entice people to maybe breed another mare or uh, if they have a mare in the back paddock that they haven't bred with for a little while, uh, get involved in, in breeding once more. And, and you've mentioned the fact that it's a cash injection. So these people are recouping some of those costs because it's not cheap to breed a horse uh, pretty well instantaneously. Uh, well, it is. Uh, of course, you've got to get that live foal. But, and we've got targets there. About 1,500, well, there were about, around about 1,500 mares bred in New South Wales this past season. Um, so we've hit a 10% target year on year going forward for the three years that this scheme's guaranteed for. So the money does escalate up and um, it, it, it could well be far a greater amount of money that we inject into breeding if we get the positive feedback. And I've got to say, we've heard from people from Victoria already this morning after announcing it last night on In The Gig, uh, how do I get my mare? Where do I relocate my mare to in New South Wales? So um, that in itself can cause a, a problem because we've got to find places for those mares. But it, it, it's, it's real money. It, you're, you're correct. It, it offsets some of the costs. It won't set, offset all the costs, but it, it's, it's something that will um, encourage people to, to get there. Now, what we know is uh, we're, we're looking at a target of nearly... Uh, 1,650 mares to be bred this coming season. We know 
through uh, historical data that uh, 66% of those mares will produce live foals. What flows on after that, and this is, is something that's not in this suite of um, announcements or packages, is that we've also got to look at the end of life of these horses and we will be dealing with that in the next tranche of what we deliver if, as how we, we rehome retired standard breeds so that they have uh, you know, the, um, the, the welfare that we certainly need to give them. That's an interesting point, John, and I guess I just wanted to, to ask around that as well. You mentioned on In The Gig last night when we spoke about this, the fact that we, at the moment, have enough horses to sustain racing in New South Wales. So is there any concern that putting in, uh, I guess, this scheme will result in a lot more horses being bred and, and therefore that causes its own problems down the track? Well, well, eventually, but not if you uh, strategically plan forward, which is one thing that Harness Racing New South Wales does. So if there are these additional horses, of course, there's a, a, a further cost there. The cost is that we'll have to put on more race meetings. But if we can put on more race meetings, then that, that lends to the wagering component and the revenue that received. So it's a multiplier effect that um, carefully managed will deliver to the industry. In New South Wales here, we have a set program for, for race meetings, the number of races we conduct, and it works very well. We'll see um, situations where there's an abundance of horses, and then, then a week or so later, there'll be a shortage of horses. We're trying to even out that uh, pattern so that uh, the number of races we have, their capacity fields across every every day of the week and every week of the year. So it, 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 it's a long long game that we're playing but it's a, it's a real game that we we need to um, take on for the you know, long-term uh, future of the industry and sustainability of the industry. Speaking of abundance of horses I'm sure that there'll be several horses that will be trying to win these A category races now that they're worth just shy of $10,000 and I guess from the outside looking in you think A category races so are they Tuesdays at Menangle only but that's not the case at all the majority of regions will have their opportunity to race for this base prize money because 65% of races in New South Wales outside of metropolitan racing which we've already covered off will be uh, racing for a minimum of, of $20,000 they are encompassed by this A category scheme uh, they certainly are and there's an A category meeting in every region in every week sometimes it's a double up but in every region every every week there's an A category meeting and then somebody will tell you well what happens up in in that the, you know Tamworth Tyranny of distance um, does affect Tamworth. It's a long way away from Newcastle. It's in that region. But 50% of their race meetings uh, will be A category. They might be week on week because of other little factors. But every every region, every owner gets that opportunity to place their horse in an A category meeting. And if they don't think they're there, they can go to a B category uh, meeting here in New South Wales, which uh, the prize money is just shy of, of $7,000. And that's because of the... The, the ratings points in the in the national matrix so that's strategic that that levels there but that prize money is is um, above standard across Australia the the prize money base prize money in New South Wales is far exceeds any other state in Australia and thankfully now with Menangle at the twenty thousand dollar minimum on a on, for a metropolitan race that is at the highest in Australia and of course we must complement uh, the principal club here um, Tabcourt Park Menangle Club Menangle Robert Marshall, the chair, Bruce Christensen and, and David Watson and, and the directors of that club, they do with feature races. And we've got 
the million-dollar Garrard's Miracle Mile, and we'll soon have the uh, $2 million Eureka here in New South Wales. So it's the top end that we're certainly covering, the Chariots of Fire, the Derby, the Oaks, but it's also the bottom end that we're, we're really focusing as, as the pivotal point from Harness Racing New South Wales. Yeah, no doubt about that. And then when it comes to the Breeders' Challenge, we're seeing an uplift in those races, particularly those true blue finals for uh, horses served, uh, horses with sires uh, that are based in New South Wales. They're going from $50,000 to $100,000 as as well as several other incentives. And the Trotters as well, John, I think this will be the music to plenty of people's ears because the trotting gate is going along in in leaps and bounds in New South Wales and you're pouring significant money into their features as well. We are, and um, whilst we've got some established races that we rebadge, but what with the rebadging will come significant prize money increases. We'll run uh, two trotters races here. One will be the Mary's Idol, the other will be the Scotch Notch. One's for end tyres and geldings, the other one is, is for mares. Uh, they will be on $100,000, and Club Menangle uh, are putting time incentives of $25,000 each for those two races. But the Trotters Derby and the Oaks, they're, they're at Group 1, uh, level. Um, we've got our Trot New South Wales series that go to Group 2 level, $50,000 races and $75,000 races. So there's plenty there. And we will do more with um, racing at Menangle on Tuesday afternoon for trotters because uh, there is a strong following there. The wagering is coming along very well on those races and there was more more to do there, especially for the younger trotters. And, and anything that we're doing for the paces in that, in that breeding scheme is replicated for, for those people who breed trotters. Um, the Colonial ba- uh, Stallion Bonus, which is a, a scheme already established, is there for paces. The the Trotters Bonus, which is already established, will be retained for the trotters. So you, you breed and meet all the criteria for a particular uh, uh, foal. Uh, it, it's it's $2,000 um, cash bon- into your, the pocket of the breeder uh, on that live foal when it's registered with Harness Racing New South Wales. Yeah, it's it's been a great announcement on so many levels, John, and one that has no doubt been so positively taken on, and it's going to to have a positive effect on all of the industry, which is great to see. Congratulations to yourself and your team, and thanks for giving us a little bit more insight into it this morning, and we can't wait to see it filter down and no doubt create a, a really positive impact on this game. Thanks for your time this morning. Yes, but Brit, can I say one more thing? Congratulations must go to the positive people, the owners, trainers, all the stakeholders, the breeders in New South Wales. They've stuck uh, through some, some tough times when we're in COVID, but they've come along very strongly and they're justly rewarded. Their input helps the board who make these decisions uh, deliver such strategies. And there are, will be more to come. No doubt there will be more to come. And Harness Race in New South Wales certainly wants us to always retain that number one premier spot across the nation. Absolutely. Great to hear and congratulations to all involved and well done to participants as well as John just alluded to on what's been a tough time, but this is no doubt one of many positive announcements. So you can catch all of that information on the Harness Racing Australia website and also on the Harness Racing New South Wales website if you're wanting to go back and gain some more insight into the intricacies of that announcement. But great news indeed for the sport of harness racing here in New South Wales over the last 24 hours. That's on the pace for this Thursday morning. As I mentioned, Tamworth this afternoon, Penrith this evening are our two cards of racing to look forward to. Hopefully there's a few winners amongst them.